Welcome to the fourth podcast in Casio's Transformation podcast series, in which we will be discussing developing a project delivery capability within business operations and its impact on successful transformation. Casio is a leading consultancy firm offering a full range of business change and project delivery services. I'm delighted to be here in Limerick today to welcome Ross Redmond, a transformation-focused project manager at Northern Trust. Thanks for being here, Ross. Thanks, Liz. The, the podcast series has been great so far, so it's, it's great to be part of it. It's our pleasure to have you with us. I think this is a really important topic because it's where we see project delivery just fall down time and time again in organisations. So before we delve into that a little bit further, can you give us a brief overview of your professional background? Sure. Um, I started out as an environmental consultant. Um, and I was responsible for delivering projects for clients in Ireland and Australia, usually focused on sustainable management of environmental liability. Okay, an environmental consultant. I wasn't expecting that one. Yes. Um, about five years ago, I started to focus on business transformation, um, uh, working on systems implementation in utilities and financial services back here in Ireland. Okay, so was that a strategic decision then to switch industry sector, Ross? Uh, well, I would I would say iterative. So in my last role overseas, I was lucky to get an opportunity to lead a turnaround of a regional business unit. And this was part of a wider transformation of the organisation. And a large focus of the role was developing the capability around how we serve our clients at that time. Um, and I found it very rewarding. Uh, on my return to Ireland then, because of the success of that role, I wanted to apply my skills and experience in other industries. Okay. So let's talk about your current role then in Northern Trust a bit more. Sure. Um, so in, the, in my current role, I work in a new team that was established probably about um, 18 months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're focused on delivering operation change for the fund administration business, usually through a mix of BPR, automation and behavioral change. And we try to wrap that into a project framework, um, which helps with monitoring and control and delivery. Okay. Um, team is aptly named Business Evolution. Um, and, you know, we've been growing and we've been focused on refining our approach to delivery, uh, you know, with some success. So yeah, the, the topic of this podcast is timely. Okay, great. Uh, and interestingly, you mentioned BPR there, and that was the topic of our last podcast. Yeah, yeah. No, I heard Laura speak. It was, it was very good. Okay, so outside of your day job, I know you have a few other key interest areas that you might want to mention? Yeah, sure. Outside of my day job, uh, I'm a co-organiser for the Midwest Project Management Forum. Um, so this is a reasonably newly formed forum and we're working to provide a community uh, for project professionals in the region. So a continuous development, a uh, place for project managers or project professionals to come and look at continuous development. Um, so I believe these discussions are important to help project professionals with their their delivery approach in their organisations. Absolutely. And I have to say, having attended the Midwest Project Management Forum myself, I really do think it's a great initiative and it provides a really welcoming community for project professionals within the region. So I hope that continues to grow and really congratulations to you and the team for getting it off the ground. Uh, no, thanks, Liz. Like, you know, we're delighted with our progress so far. 2019 was very good to us and mm-hmm. actually, you know, we're looking forward to 2020 and we've got lots of plans. Great. We'll, we'll be sure to keep an eye on you. Thanks, Liz. Okay, so let's start by explaining a little bit more about what we mean by developing a project delivery capability in operations or BAU. Yeah, sure. So, so generally a project or program uh, team will be assembled to work on initiative and it will include a mix of specialists in 
project delivery, um, but then also SMEs that would support from business operations. Mm -hmm. um, and in addition to the delivery team, the immediate delivery team, uh, there'll be a supporting cast of interested parties, senior stakeholders, vendors, and the business teams who will work in a new way in the future. Mm -hmm. um, so, so I think the delivery capability is the combined uh, resourcing and skills of this group. Right. And, and if that group work well together within a framework, uh, this will allow the best outcomes. And so project objectives can be delivered in a way that minimizes um, impact on normal operations. Um, the reality is that a standalone project team will just struggle to deliver you know, transformational change uh, without uh, project-focused business supports. So uh, it makes sense, and I think it should be highly encouraged for organizations to include project delivery skills as part of their overall capability. Absolutely, it makes total sense. So to summarize then, the overall objective here really is ensuring that operations has the project delivery capability to absorb change at the point of its intersection with the business unit. Uh, yeah, and to ensure that whilst the, the project is, is, is in flight, um, that the, uh, the language around the project being used to communicate progress and issues is aligned to what, else, what is happening in the wider organisation. Okay, so let's talk then about some of the common challenges that developing a project delivery capability within operations can help with. Um, so many organisations are currently working through change, uh, usually to meet a strategic need um, but sometimes the specific skills or outlooks required to support the change may not be developed at all levels of employees that would be involved. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of time, a lot of the time, this is because that whilst you have project focused specialists and um, the people who are working within the operation will just not have projects as part of their daily day to day activities and won't have had the opportunity to develop the skills. Understandably, it's just not the, the purpose of that business unit necessarily. Uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. It, it, there's a real separation sometimes between projects mm. and operations. And uh, um, so project and programs often work across business functions, you know, cross-functionally, uh, multi-locations, perhaps in multi-time zones. Um, and in large-scale large transformation work, the scope, of the, vision, the scope and vision of the, of the change that's proposed might be quite complex. So there could be changing a process, uh, you know, new systems, uh, and also there might be a need to just change how people work or the skills that they have or that they need. Okay, so, and that obviously can often lead to tension between business and the business unit, or should I say the business delivery team and the individual business unit. Absolutely, because you know, oftentimes the, 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 the focus and the effort and the resourcing will come from the same place. So there can be a real tension between running the business and changing the business. And that if, was actually put much better. Thanks, Ross. That's <laughs> what I meant to say. <laughs> no problems. Uh, but so running the business, changing the business, if this isn't managed well, um, it can lead to problems um, that will affect the business operations, but also might affect the benefits that the transformation program is trying to deliver. Um, so nobody wins. Sure. Okay. Um, so some of the specific challenges that can arise include a lack of alignment between the priorities of, of BAU and the strategic, strategic uh, vision for the transformation, um, perhaps a lack of focus around the structures and the support for the delivery, um, you know, constrained resources, busy time for the business, busy time for transformation work, mm -hmm. um, and actually maybe there's a lack of awareness amongst the senior stakeholders who will either need to champion the change or own the change in the future. 
mm. buy-in from senior stakeholders. It always runs back to that old chestnut, doesn't it? <laughs> it really does. Like senior stakeholders will always be able to influence the success or, success or failure of a project. So it's very important that they're aligned to the initiative. Mm. Well, look, I mean, I'm sure this is going to sound really familiar to a lot of our listeners. And as I mentioned at the outset, these are certainly challenges that I've seen organisations I've worked with um, face time and time again, which could really easily have been avoided if the approach Northern Trust is taking was adopted. So talk to us some more about how you set about developing that capability from the outset. Sure. So I think that there are probably two main areas to focus on when we, when we think about developing a project capability. So the teams, tools and processes around projects mm-hmm. and then also how um, the knowledge within operations is developed with a focus around projects. So the project focus skills and how they're taught to people. Okay. Um, so let's focus on the project teams, tools and processes first. Sure. So, so when we think in, in when we think about tools and processes, the objective should be to develop a tailored framework or methodology that can underpin control delivery. And the key word is tailored, so that it's fit for purpose for for the work that you're doing, and mm-hmm. um, and takes into account the particular challenges of that business. Uh, the options at the moment are many, um, and there's uh, current buzzwords such as DevOps, Agile, co-location. You know, uh, project management offices, mm-hmm. uh, online collaboration tools, um, or even just simple spreadsheets and network drives. Um, so many options to choose from. Um, no delivery framework uh, will actually be perfect, but the key thing is that the organization has a reasonably standard approach, mm-hmm. um, a supporting set of tools and steps so that everybody who's involved in the project will be able to understand what's happening and be able to input into the progress, but also input into issues that might arise and help them get solved. Um, there also should be an inbuilt process that allows projects to learn and share knowledge so that there's a focus around continuous improvement. Okay. Um, so for example, in business evolution, our, our delivery pr- uh, process has been around creating a, a new group of people who are focused on uh, delivering operational change. Uh, we invite uh, pe- people from the operation to bring the problems to us um, for assessment and prioritization based on likely benefits. But then when we stand up a delivery team, we adopt a generally iterative type approach okay. uh, in terms of delivering value, but also focus on milestones to allow for that business planning and resourcing. Uh, we also focus on co-location, so we like to bring experts from the business uh, to our, our area um, so that they can focus on project tasks um, and learn about the project, and we can also learn from them in terms of the operation. Okay, so what has the feedback been then from recent projects? Well, feedback has been that actually, the feedback has been positive. So the feedback suggests that our, our approach works well in terms of engaging operations and allowing the knowledge to transfer into the project. Um, part of that is because we can see results quickly and reliably, mm-hmm. um, and that has the effect, the effect of encouraging more and more engagement. Of course, okay, that's great. So project-focused development then for operational employees. Yeah, so really what I'm thinking about here is um, that the development of the capability can be broken down to three areas. So those that are responsible for planning and, and monitoring the project work. So Which is really the project but, manager. Really the project manager, but, but often people maybe might come from the, the operation to be part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, employees who um, may be contributing to the project at task level. So usually maybe an SME from the business. So in our case, in fund administration, it's people who are involved in a particular process or expert in a particular process. Sure. Um, and then also 
the managers who will need to understand, guide and champion the proposed change or maybe own the change at the end after the project has delivered. So this is the senior the senior stakeholder category. Um, Northern Trust is a large organization and it provides you know strong form of uh, project training for employees. Mm -hmm. And then in business evolution, we like to complement this by including um, project skills development in our project planning and review sessions. Um, outside of specific project work, we also host regular sessions for more senior members of staff and focused on the overall approach and how to support initiatives for the projects that are in flight, maybe in their teams. Um, okay. And are, I, they, are they actually well attended, Ross? I mean, so I suppose attendance at those type of sessions really determines how well the process is working and how bought into it people are. Yeah, sure. And, and like, to be honest, I, I think we have good engagement from our senior stakeholders that we work with. Um, that's probably been part of a journey. And I think at this stage, I think attendance can be well relied on. And in fact, we find that senior stakeholders are so informed that they're very well able to challenge projects and engage with projects. Right. So, and I think that's a very positive thing. So as mm -hmm. a result of the focus, we've noticed that we have that support, that the onboarding and establishment of project teams, it takes less time. It, it, we can get up and running quicker. Um, and then if issues do arise as a result of that senior stakeholder awareness, we're actually in position to resolve issues and make progress for the project. Okay, that's great. So you can really see how the whole process has been maturing over the last 18 months. Yeah, it, that's exactly it. So it's, it's been a journey and yes, things are, are getting better and better all the time, for sure. Okay, so if an organisation then has invested wisely in their project tools, in their processes, and indeed their training and development for their employees, what can project or programme leaders do to enhance the delivery capability, say, when the projects are actually in flight? Yeah, sure. So in the context that projects might take, like we refer to, it might be weeks or months in flight. So there's still opportunity uh, for the project to focus on developing capability. Mm -hmm. It helps the current project, but also helps the future projects that might come true. So uh, there's a couple of things that we've been focused on in the last couple of months, um, which we think are helping. So we like to understand the delivery environment. So in our case, it's fund administration, but, but every project should understand the, the, the environment that they're working in, and mm -hmm. um, develop and highlight the project case for delivery, um, build credibility during delivery, so credibility around the project team and its ability to create value, and then also this thing of coaching and developing project skills in non-project focused employees. Right, and I mean, like obviously all that sounds very much like common sense, but it is something that just often doesn't happen, that people in flight take the time to focus on each of those points. Um, yeah, and I guess, you know, the reality is that when you're in flight and there's, a, there's deadlines to mm -hmm. be done and problems to solve, um, the type of activities we're talking about here may not be prioritised or it's very easy to not prioritise them. Um, but actually they add a lot of value to the overall delivery. Absolutely. Okay, so let's flesh each of those out a little bit further. Uh, so current project delivery culture and past experiences. Um, sure, so so in, in the context of fund administration, um, we it may be the case that previous projects have failed to deliver in, in some area. And sometimes this can be down to just not quite understanding the pressures or challenges of the particular business unit. Mm -hmm. So it's very important to really to really understand that. 
what that means is that on the basis of what the challenges are day to day, you, you can reflect that in your project planning and, and find opportunities of when project work can continue within operations mm-hmm. um, to minimize the impact on operations but still allow a predictable progress. Um, so we often, uh, in, in our case, in business evolution, we often spend time with our partners in operations and we review the daily challenges uh, that business teams are experiencing. Often from the from administration, from accounting, there are cycles of, of effort. Right. And so if we understand those cycles, then we can find the places that an allocation of work to a, to a project you know, it is more favourable. Um, and this allows to be more realistic in our planning. Mm-hmm. And if we're more realistic in our planning, we have a better opportunity of delivery. Um, we also like to develop relationships with influencers within the business teams. So what this means is that we will have a project team and we will have SMEs supporting and we will have senior stakeholder support. However, it's still uh, important to develop a network of people who will uh, influence others to adopt the change and maybe might be able to provide more insights into the impacts of the project or how to add more benefit to the project. So we spend a good bit of time understanding who those people might be to develop a change network that allows us um, with our delivery or helps us with our delivery. Okay. So then building the project case for delivery and developing and highlighting each of those as you go. Yeah, so th- this is around, um, you know, there is a business case for the project. Mm-hmm. However, that business case may not always filter down to people on the floor and those people who will um, especially be impacted by the change. So it's very important to make sure that you explain what the purpose of the project is mm-hmm. and what's in it for the individuals involved. Um, I would say over and over again, in, in a long-running project where operations will be committed to the project but may actually have other things to attend to in terms of their daily work, mm-hmm. it's very important to continue to underline why this is an important project, why it should go ahead, uh, and to explain that in, in, the, in terms that people who are working in the operation can understand. Uh, we found that when we make the effort to do this, we have a resultant uplift in engagement and, and, and that enables delivery. Um, you know, we, we do this through formal you know, town hall type meetings, but we also right. do it through informal discussions with uh, teams and there should be a constant chatter around why this project is important. So, and that builds a case for sticking with us and helping with delivery. Sure, and I mean, that, that stands for all uh, projects, particularly, as you say, those that are running for quite some time or yeah. have quite a long life cycle, uh, not, just ne- not just relevant to operations in general. Yeah, agree. Okay, so building credibility then uh, during each delivery. Yeah, so credibility might be a confronting word for some projects, but the reality is that as a project stands up, it needs to quickly get to a point where it's uh, able to demonstrate its delivering value. So so we take an approach with business evolution that we focus on progress, not perfection, uh, in, in the context that we like to deliver um, small pieces of, of maybe functionality or process change that add value. So we take to take the agile term, we look at MVP1, MVP2. The reason why we do that is because if we can demonstrate value straight away, it allows people to immediately benefit from something the project has delivered, but also to demonstrate that actually this project can deliver and it can deliver value and therefore it's worth engaging with. Mm. And if we take that approach rather than maybe a once-off delivery in six months' time, if we're interested, they can just search Midwest Project Management Forum mm-hmm. um, and, and they should find us there. Okay, great. Well, thanks so much, Ross. Thank you. So that concludes the fourth podcast in Casio's Transformation podcast series. Thank you for listening. 
You can find us online at casio.com. <laughs>